Coming to you from Silva, North Carolina. This is TBD Sportscast College Football with your hosts. I'm Mason. And I'm Joey. And welcome to another episode, episode 16 of season two. Uh, we got some announcements for you guys. So this is actually our last episode for two weeks. We have some finals coming up. We're coming into the holiday season. Not a lot of games coming up. Uh, the Bulls do start next Saturday, uh, but we'll be back on December 31st for our next episode. But... You will catch us on Wednesday, December 29th at 7.30 p.m. for the TVD Sportscast College Football Award Show. That's right. The link for the award show voting is in our bio on Instagram. Please go check that out and on Facebook. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it's in the description. Please go vote on that. There's only a week left now to vote. So please get your votes in. And then join us, like we said, on December 29th at 7.30 for the TVD Sportscast College Football Award Show. And then join us that Friday, December 31st for episode 17. But this episode is entitled Wide Open in the Secondary. Talking about Georgia's defense in the SEC championship as we get into the conference championship review, starting with the SEC championship. So, yeah, I guess I'll just go ahead and take this yeah. one. So, <laughs> no excuses. You can always blame the refs. Sure, they missed some PI calls, whatever. They missed it on both sides. They did. But just coming down to it, I mean, no excuses. Like, I mean, literally every time it was a huge pass. And I said last week I was worried about Jamison Williams and John Mechie. Um, I said I wasn't as worried about John Mechie, but he still made an impact. And every time that it was a huge play, it was just because of busted coverage in the secondary. And, I mean, we really just couldn't get to Bryce Young in the front seven. Uh, Their O-line played way better than a lot of people expected. I think the one thing that is confusing to me is how do you, you know, keep it close against LSU? How do you keep it close against Arkansas? How do you almost lose to to Auburn and then show up the next week and do that? That's that's what confused me the most. I think my thing is, uh, and, and it's something we actually brought up earlier this season, uh, Georgia's biggest problem is maybe not all entirely the pass defense, but, you know, like the name of the episode, the secondary is kind of a, it's kind of skeptical here and there, you know. There are there has been some deep passes that have been able to go over their heads. Um, as a Clemson fan, I would just like to say I told you so about Darian Kendrick. I think Darian Kendrick still played well. He played okay, but you know when really it came when down came, to yeah. the big plays, yeah. he 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 didn't pull through. Um, with the penalties, I mean, it's weird because Alabama showed again that they're not the most disciplined team when it comes to penalties. They still had a bunch of penalties called on them. Um, So when people say it's because of the refs, eh, you know. Yeah, and you can also say, you know, I mean, they might the defense might have felt really comfortable coming into this game and didn't think that, you know, they were going to be bombing passes like that. And I got to say, after that game, like, I still think that Bryce Young is a little immature and he's young, but at this point, there is nobody even close to him in the Heisman running. I mean, he he's the guy for me. After seeing the way he played against our defense, he's and the way he can escape the pocket and the way he played, like sure he makes some mistakes sometimes, but to me, that guy is the next Heisman. Uh, the situation with that is the people that they chose to be Heisman finalists. Of course, think, he's going to end up winning it. They yeah. chose in order for him to win. Um. I can see Aiden Hutchinson probably shouldn't be there. Okay, Kenny how can Pickett you, how couldn't can, be there. I mean, Kenny Pickett is a contest a competitor, yeah, but he I, I, be. I think when it comes down to it, too, 
it's going to come down to popularity as it De- has like, been. I think Desmond Ritter should have been in there. I think Jordan Davis or Will Anderson, probably Kenneth Will Anderson. Walker, yeah, Hassan, Kenneth Walker. But Ken- I mean, probably, probably Will Anderson more than Jordan Davis, as much as I hate to admit it. I think that Jordan Davis, as far as stats goes, is not as good as, as Anderson. Mm. But Davis has just... He is just such a leader for that team. And so for us and our qualifications for who should be Heisman, we usually go with the person who's like a team leader, like that that team would not team be the leader. same. Yeah. You know, and so for me, that person, there's nobody on Georgia's team who is more of a leader for the team than Jordan Davis to me. Are you talking about the defensive lineman? I'm just talking about in the team as a whole. I mean, the the guy, I mean, he leads the team. Well, yeah. On and off the field. But so I mean, this is the, this is a guy who they allowed to score a touchdown on the one yard on Senior Day against Charleston Southern just because. Yeah. I mean, this guy loves Georgia. But so. unfortunately, he wasn't able to pull the whole team together when it counted in the SEC championship. And, and like I said, you know, something felt different about that Georgia team. I don't it, know what it was. It was. Just something not did Georgia. not. Something did not feel right. Some, and yeah. people have been speculating about like, oh, well, they had to lose. The SEC told them to lose so that they could out get Alabama in the playoff and they'd get more money and they could both be in. And I was like, I don't think that's true. I mean, sure, speculation maybe, but like, that I, actually kind of makes sense. I kind of like that. Yeah, but like, it's it's nah. a it's a super hot take. It's a hot take. <laughs> but, but I, I, I kind of like yeah. it. But like, but it, I mean, it makes sense monetarily if you think about how the SEC kind of tries to control football. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I think that we're going to see a completely different uh, Georgia team against Michigan, and then I think that you know I, I don't I don't know. Ooh. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll but, see. We'll see. But that that's kind of my take as a Georgia fan for the SEC championship. I mean, I I, I mean, sure it could be speculation. It could have been calls from the refs. It could have been, you know, whatever. Um, but ultimately, the job that we showed up to do, we didn't. And you know, no excuses. We got to play better against Michigan. Hopefully, we make it past them. If we play Alabama again, that's that is the good thing though. I, I said this, I would rather lose to Alabama in the SEC championship and be able to play them again for a rematch in the playoffs. I yeah. would be way more upset as a fan if if it was like we had to win this game to get to the playoffs, like like in uh, 2019 29. when we played LSU. Yeah, We had to win that game to get in the playoffs. We already had one lost team, didn't win it, and we were out. So, uh, But anyway, yeah, no, um, Georgia just didn't do what they were supposed to do. And, you know, it. I mean, we'll, hopefully we'll get to play Alabama again. And I think that if we do... We're definitely going to see another different Georgia team than we played because now we've gotten the, you know, like Kirby said, we can refocus, we can recenter, we can look at everything that they did to us, we can work on that stuff for a month, and we can really get ready for that game. So. I, I also think a big factor before we move on to the next championship, a big factor is, you know, throughout the season, a bunch of confidence was established in Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels. It was kind of like, it was an iffy one. We know he's a good quarterback, but Stetson Bennett has been playing incredibly well. Yeah. And he did not play well. And he did not play well, which threw off the, the, the rhythm. And then it, then there was a situation where it was like, okay, do we just put a completely different quarterback in who, no, it's a totally, you know, Alabama ended up shutting down the entire offense by stopping one quarterback. Yep. Which and, happened and, and last you said, year. You said last week, you were like, you know, I want Stetson Bennett because he's a dual threat. And mm-hmm. he didn't even really be able, he wasn't even really able to use They didn't run threat. him. No, he threw three interceptions. They didn't run him. They threw with One him. One for a pick six. Yeah, they threw with him a lot more than they should have. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they did. It, it comes I, down. But I still think, I after seeing that, I think I think we need to put JT Daniels in. I don't know. Because it, it, I think, I, I I see, think what happens is just play calls. Um, and you know, when it comes down to it, disguise on defense, 
Like you can make perfect play calls and stuff like that, but with the disguise on t- defense, without calling, uh, figuring out what the d- the coverage is, you know. Well, when it comes down to Stetson Bennett too, and we got to move on, but when it comes to this last thing I'll say, when it comes down to Stetson Bennett, I mean, I, we saw the old Stetson in the second half against Alabama on Saturday night. That O line though was also a problem. It was yes, but still, I mean, I mean, you got to be able to make smart plays. I mean, like look at what happened to Bryce Young. I mean, I know he's Bryce Young, but look what happened to Bryce Young when we blitzed their O line and we started pushing back. His O line held up, held up a lot of the time, but there was times that it didn't, and he had to escape the pocket and he made a big play. Stetson's got to be able to do that. JT's got to be able to do that. But JT is able to make smart decisions and read the line better than Stetson. So while I, I am appreciative of what Stetson has done into where he has gotten us here, I still think, you know, and I'm skeptical saying this, I still think JT is the answer, but I have no idea. But anyway, moving on to the next championship, the Pac-12 championship, which was a complete blowout. Uh, <laughs> Utah upset. won that. and uh, There's not much to say about it. There's really not. I mean, they only, I mean, Oregon only scored 10 points. It was like 38 to 10. There's really not much to say. I guess Oregon, uh, I don't know what happened. It just watching them, they just seemed so lethargic. And even in the announcers were like, yeah, these guys like there's something wrong here. Like they're just not, they're not I mean, performing. I mean, dude. Ever since the Ohio State game, their offense has not been that great. It's not them been that spectacular. Their defense has been okay here and there. It's, it's like they showed up to play Ohio go. State and then yeah. just, just shut out. And then <laughs> I mean, what could also be a factor is you know um, their head coach, you know, announcing that he's going to Miami. He yep. even told the team. So mm-hmm. I don't know how long he might have known that this job position yeah. was going to be open and stuff like that. There's a lot of th- speculation to go behind Still it. way more respectful than uh, Brian Kelly and Yeah, and a Lincoln lot more Riley, respectful yeah. way of doing it. I mean, it's his alma, alma mater. Miami did Diaz wrong, though. I mean, they hired Cristobal, and they hadn't even fired him yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But that game, not much to talk about. Mm-hmm. The next game that also wasn't too much to talk about, but kind of interesting. It was a really big interesting. back and forth, yeah. Um, and we yeah. said we picked we – picked you know, uh, Oklahoma State to win, and they didn't. Uh, and I just got to say, to that man who ran on fourth and goal with a minute left, just cut in, bro. Yeah. Just cut in and like, use your oh, strength, bro, yeah. and you win. That's it. The whole time I'm watching, I'm going, he's still running. He's still running. Like, I'm like, why are you continuing to go outside? I understand that there was a man right on you, but he was a little bit behind, and you got uh, he had the two safeties, but they were still far back into the end zone. He could I mean, just he hold the def- ball out, bro. Yeah, he could have he cut in, gotten that touchdown, and won the game. But yeah. uh, I think the what the play called for was him to run to the, po- the, 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 goal, the yep. goal post at the pylon, and it just it didn't work. It was an awful, awful few seconds yeah uh good win by baylor i think they were kind of cheated a little bit after that win they should have been ranked above notre dame that, yeah um but i think i think what the committee wants to see is okay without brian kelly are y'all still good or are y'all yeah. still decent um which we'll see but, in the whole game but uh next up coming into the big 10 which again another huge blowout <laughs> uh, 41 to 3 michigan against iowa uh that that I mean, yeah, it is what it is. We said last. I mean, I said last week. It I didn't think there was something. any way. I was like, "There's no way that I was going to win." No, this. there, there was no way I was going to win it. But I mean, Michigan's the real deal. But at the same time, you know, I mean, we're going to get they get into the college playoff. You know, a lot of people have been saying, like, a lot of Michigan fans have been talking a lot of smack. 
And I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I can't. I'm. I'm not allowed to say much yeah, con- we contractually. Yep. yep. Uh, for this episode, <laughs> but. Um, uh, but yeah, moving into the ACC now. Uh, that was actually a close game in the first half, and then uh, Pitt just kind of ran away there, with it. There's a lot of. Uh, but you being the ACC, yeah. Like, what do you think, man? There, there's a the lot of guy. problems surfacing. Um, that Dude, fake Kenny slide. Pickett's fake slide, mm-hmm. people being upset, saying that it's going to draw for more targeting calls. But, dude, I've been thinking this the whole time. I'm like, why don't you fake going out of bounds? Why don't you fake slide? Like, it's a football game. It's a game. Guess what? Guess guess where you play it? In the backyard as a child with your friends. Like, this is back. He played backyard football, which a lot of people find success in. Lamar Jackson found success in it. So I I just I don't I understand the problem. I think people are getting mad for no reason. I understand the problem, yeah. but I don't Mm-mm. I don't agree with the problem. Yeah. Um I it was a great it was a problem. It was a it was a great game by Pitt, great game by Kenny Pickett. I mean, definitely exposed Wake Forest defense in the second half. And you know, the offense for Wake Forest held up a good bit, but just like that, it kinda crumbled under a good defense. For sure. And uh, that that's the conference championship review. I mean, just I mean, some upsets here and there, and some you know upset fans and up like me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still happy. go dogs. I'm, I'm still chilling. Go, yeah. I'm still go dogs. Though I mean, like I said, you know, win, lose, or tie. You know, I'm excited. But you know, I'm excited for the playoff. I'm excited to see what we do against Michigan, and uh, I'm just excited to see if we can make it all the way. So I'm really excited to make oh, yeah. that pick for the Michigan game. <laughs> uh, next up is our game of the week. This uh, is always yeah, a great game. It is, and uh, it's the only game being played this week. It's eight and three Army at three and eight Navy. <laughs> the, the, the great thing about this game <laughs> is, America's you know game. what? Yeah, it's America's game. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the game where the president starts off on one side of the field in the stands, and then at halftime he walks across, like he goes down, walks across the field, and goes to the other side. If I remember that correctly, mm-hmm. um, but a big, a big thing about this game too is it doesn't matter the record both teams essentially know each other's playbook it's the triple option option and you know maybe they'll throw it but Mm -hmm. they don't normally throw it army has been pretty decent this year navy they had a tough schedule i mean notre dame cincinnati um can't think of any other teams off the top of my head i'm going off a lack of sleep but army has been having a good season this year Uh, i i just don't see navy winning this i mean it's been a rough few years for Navy in this game. So the uniforms are always cool, though. So, mm-hmm. Well, I really want to pick Navy because my dad was in the Navy. But I just know that Army's so much better. So, yeah, I'm picking Army for sure. Yeah, I, I, I have Army for this one. Um, I have family from the Navy as well. But, you know, my brother-in-law's in the Army, so why not? Yeah, for sure. And that's the game of the week. Yeah. (laughs) Not the most eventful, but the one we need. Amen. Now, um, college college football playoff rankings came out, (laughs) and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical over it. Um, So for this exact reason, the fact that Georgia went to three, I'm actually happy that Oklahoma State lost. Because I think that if Oklahoma State would have won, they might have dropped us out and put them in. No. You don't think so? They would have dropped Cincinnati out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because there was no way Georgia was getting knocked out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. It was a matter of Cincinnati. So, I mean, unless you live under a rock, you know that 
the college football playoff is number one, Alabama, number two, Michigan, number three, Georgia, number four, Cincinnati. We'll have number one, Alabama versus number four, Cincinnati in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. And we'll have number two, Michigan versus number three, Georgia in the Capital One Orange Bowl. And like Joey said, contractually obligated, we are not going to make picks on these games but yet we can until give our next episode. Of yeah, we're going to give the, insight. The rankings. Yeah. Michigan, I think, deserved to be number one. Unfortunately, I understand that Alabama had a really good game against Georgia, but here's the facts. Georgia, as we can all agree, did not play a good game. They were not Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. Michigan, on the other hand, blew out one of the top defenses in the league and did not let the other team score a touchdown. Meanwhile, Cincinnati... I've expressed my opinions on Cincinnati. They had a good game this past week. It was Houston. Yeah. And we're not even going to... We already said the whole Baylor-Notre Dame thing. But if anything, if Baylor had a better win, they would be in the playoffs right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I see it more of Michigan, uh, Alabama, Georgia. Because I have to pick between these four teams, Cincinnati number four. But I know they don't want an early rematch. Yeah. So. Well, my thing is, is I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I mean, I think Georgia and Cincinnati are right. But I'm going to I think Alabama does be, deserve to be at number one. And, you know, usually I wouldn't say that because I really don't <laughs> like Alabama. But, I mean, Georgia either way has the number one defense in the country. Yeah. I mean, we all have bad games. Yeah, Michigan had a bad game against Michigan State. Two weeks later, came out and beat the crap out of Ohio State. Alabama just had, like we said, had like three bad games last week and came out and you know uh, beat the number one team in the country. Mm -hmm. So I think that really, I mean, like Kirby said, it's just a recentering, it's a refocusing. I think that Georgia is a lot better than we let on in that championship, and I think for everybody that's counting us out already, I, I think that's ridiculous. We got a month to prepare. Uh we got a month to look at at film. And we got a month to get ready for that really, really big game. So I, I, I wouldn't say count Georgia out. I just think there's going to be a big game going on at the at the Orange Bowl. Yeah, a lot of things are going to go into it. But I, I also do agree with you that I don't, I don't think the committee they wanted to wanted the rematch that soon, <laughs> the Georgia Alabama. They rematch. did it last year, man. I know Clemson Notre Dame. And I said I thought they would play for last a third year. time. Yeah, it was last year. And I thought they would play for a third time, and you said, no, they're not going to do that because the committee won't let them, and you were right. Yeah. But what it really should have been is it should have been Clemson-Notre Dame for a second time, but it wasn't. Oh, I mean, I've posted on my TikTok uh, the whole conspiracy <laughs> of the playoffs. I mean, Ohio State-Clemson, they wanted that, that rematch. On TBD, it's on our TBD Instagram. Yeah, it, it's on Instagram on TBD, at TBD Sportscast, so go check that out. But real quick, we got some bowl games. Bowl games, bowl games. This is our first half bowls speed round. Because these bowls are happening before we release another episode, we're going to hit up all these bowls from December 21st all the way to December 30th. And it's, like you guessed, a speed round. And don't get us wrong, we will be watching these games. So you never know. We may be talking, giving our insight on Instagram. So you might want to go check that out. Go follow us. Hit that bell button as well if you're following us on YouTube as well. Yeah, subscribe to us and uh, make sure to come back. And yeah, you also may be seeing those videos on YouTube. So yeah. check it out. Here we go. First half bowls speed round. December 21st, UTSA versus San Diego State University. UTSA. I, I got UTSA too. December 23rd, UCF versus Florida. Ooh, I got to pick UCF. No way, I'm going Florida. I, <laughs> December 28th, UCLA versus number 18, NC State. Uh, NC State for sure. 
I, I got NC State as well. It's going to be a close game, though. Right. December 29th, number 19, Clemson versus Iowa State. Uh, Clemson. Uh, Iowa State. <laughs> December 29th, number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma, too. <laughs> they both lost their coach, bro. Uh, <laughs> December 30th, UNC versus South Carolina. I got UNC. UNC for sure. December 30th, number 12, Pitt versus number 10, Michigan State. Pitt. I got, I got Pitt. The defense is too good for Michigan State's offense. December 30th, Wisconsin versus Arizona State. Uh, <laughs> Arizona State. Wisconsin. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, like we said last time when we did the, the – the, uh, the rivalry week bowls speed round. That's that's a that's a tough thing to do. It's it's really tough. Really quick. Yeah, making a pick really, really quick. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> but not being able to speak about it, speak it out loud, and be able to think out loud is definitely difficult, especially when you've been doing a a podcast. Oh, yeah. of constant thinking out loud, deciding for about a year now. So. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna over. we're just gonna take a second. We're gonna look at a couple of these games really quickly. Just talk about them. So the first one, December twenty eighth, UCLA, NC State, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. <laughs> where? But, oh, I was about to say, where is it at? San Diego. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think we both picked NC State, mm-hmm. UCLA. I think they that they're still a good team. Chip Kelly is still a great coach. Thompson Robinson and you know Dulcich, all those guys. Yeah. Are, they're really good. I just think that NC State's defense is really good, and I think they're. I think NC State was underrated this year. I, th- whoa. Now, as a Clemson fan, I cannot agree with that. But <laughs> as an ACC fan, I'm going, yeah, yeah. But um, no, nah, this is a tough one only in the sense, too, that, you know, you got a North Carolina team going to San Diego yeah. against a California team. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCLA is definitely not a bad team. I just think that when UCLA has had to put themselves against tough defenses or at least, you know, decent defenses, they haven't been able to show through. Um, meanwhile, NC State, their biggest situation is, you know, kind of a mediocre offense. Um, but when you got to go against a UCLA defense, who's also been mediocre, um, I think it'll be able to, they'll be able to pull it out. I hope they can pull it out. Yeah, same. And this next bowl is honestly one that I'm really excited about. December 29th, alone. <laughs> December 29th, number 19, Clemson. Versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl. I love Cheez-Its, so I'm excited about this one. I love way. Cheez-Its, too. Hot and <laughs> spicy? Mm, I like I like the, the Cheddar Jack. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, uh, Not sponsored, <laughs> But this is, this is an ACC team versus, you know, a Big 12 team. And that's why this, in, this matchup is going to be interesting, because both of these teams have struggled this season at times. Both but, of these conferences have yes. struggled. <laughs> so I'm actually really excited about this one. I know you chose Clemson. I chose Iowa State. And I'm, I mean, there's no way. You're by, You're like 16 games ahead of me in record, by the way. So there's no way I'm coming back. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but like, like that, it, like that's, that's going to be an interesting game for sure. Yeah, I think that Iowa State's problem is um, their offense. Their defense has been okay this season, not the best. I mean, their offense has been what's kind of screwing them over. And when you put them up against Clemson's defense, yeah, we'll see. what are you going to do? You know, I yeah. mean, we'll see. It's in Florida, so uh, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
next up, December 29th again, uh, number 14, Oregon versus number 16, Oklahoma in the Valero Alamo Bowl, which these guys haven't met up in like 15 years in this bowl. So. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really, really wanted to choose Oregon. I mean, Oregon and Oklahoma, they both just lost their head coaches, like we mentioned earlier, you know, I, and I really had, had hope for Oregon. But in in the split second decision, yeah. I had to make it. I, I you have to think about Oklahoma, it. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is the safer. Option. Yeah, you really have to think about it. And you know, Oklahoma just has a better well rounded team than Oregon. Not I saying mean, that yeah. that they are well rounded, but when it comes down to it, they, they essentially have yeah they essentially have the same system. So who's more developed? Oklahoma, yeah. And you know, Oregon's and, and, not going to have Thibodeau. Uh, he's opting out of the mm-hmm. bowl game for and the And Oklahoma NFL still has draft. Caleb Williams. Caleb they got Williams. Austin Stogner. Yep. You know, Eric Gray. I mean, they got, you know, I mean, they got, they got, yeah, they got people. <laughs> yeah, they have, I think they have all their people coming back for the bowl game and especially next season. Mm-hmm. By the way, congratulations to Brent Venables for the head oh, coaching yeah. job at Oklahoma. Uh, just, just like in 30 seconds or less, like how, how, as a Clemson fan, like, like, is, are there mixed emotions? Like, how do you feel? Um, You know, Dabo actually said this a few days ago when it was announced that uh, there's nothing but pride and happiness for him uh, only because like for 10 years he's been changing lives at Clemson and you know making a good helping build a great program so he deserves this he's a really great coach and it's it's awesome to see that he's getting his opportunity to shine yeah Uh, up next December 30th number 12 Pitt versus number 10 Michigan State the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Pitt versus Michigan State. I, I think I, I think I said it during the speed round. I accidentally let let the <laughs> speaking kind of go through. Um, by the way, Chick Fil A really good. Um, oh, yeah. in <laughs> not Atlanta. sponsored again. Um, this is in Atlanta, so Pitt definitely will have the. Well, not really. Both of these teams from are from up north. They're so, up north. They're yeah. they're pretty decently close to each other. It's just Pitt has a better defense. Michigan State doesn't have a defense. Um, that secondary, as we've seen, cannot defend the pass very well. The deep pass, Kenny Pickett has an arm. Pittsburgh has a lights out. But again, I'm I'm excited to see what Walker the third does, bro. I'm excited to see what Kenneth Walker the third does. I think that this can kind of show, hey, you kind of screwed me out of a Heisman Trophy. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett's going, hey, that's my Heisman Trophy. So it it all depends, but I think Pittsburgh has a better defense to hold up against Michigan State's offense. Uh, meanwhile, Pittsburgh's offense is good enough just to glide by Michigan State. Yeah, and we both picked Pitt. I mean, this is gonna this this is gonna be a no brainer. I think. I mean, it might be a little close. I mean, it's. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. I think I think these bowl games were definitely put together very well compared to years past i completely agree there's a lot and there's a lot we're going to talk about in the next episode on december 31st uh you know with these bowls that i'm really really excited about that we're not mentioning yet uh but we Mm. will in that episode so make sure you check it out because ladies and gentlemen that is the end of this episode uh we really we really just want to thank everybody from the bottom of our hearts for just sticking around with us and coming with us on a full season two this time i mean 16 episodes that's insane we're probably going to get to 17 or 18 uh but again just Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, support for a little over a year now. That's oh, yeah. that's insane. I mean, I remember when this whole podcast started and it was just we were sitting on a couch watching watching football and <laughs> we were just like, dude, I really like talking about, about oh, yeah. football. Let's do a podcast. Oh yeah. I mean, just the amount of support that we've gotten, uh the the following has grown. 
little by little, but you know that the speed doesn't matter as oh, yeah. much as we're as as long as we're touching people's hearts oh, yeah. and picking people's minds. I, I think <laughs> it's really. Oh, I think it's sure. really fun to experience. Yeah, and uh, once again, just another big shout out to our social media director, Abby Conan, who has helped us so much on the social media front, who has made our social media what it is and helped us, you know, even grow our page and get followers and things like that and just made our page look even more aesthetically pleasing and all yeah. the things that she does for us. So shout out to you, Abby. Thank you so much. But ladies and gentlemen, like we said, that is our podcast. Yeah, and always remember, no matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Romans 5.8 tells us that while we were still sinners, he sent his son to die for us to prove his love to us. And we want you to know that there is a God in heaven who loves you, who sent his son Jesus to die for you. And if you trust in him, you can have salvation and freedom from everything. We're praying for you. If you ever need anything, you can always hit up our DMs on Instagram. Leave a comment on this video. We will always get back to you and pray with you and talk with you. And uh, don't forget, go vote on the TBD Sportscast College Football Awards show. Link in the bio and link in this description. And uh, yeah, join us on Wednesday, December 29th at 7.30. And... We will see you for our next episode after that on December 31st to talk about the New Year's Six Bowl games and everything else coming up with that. So join us there. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Later. Later.